Hello and welcome to the Forum Finance podcast. All you need to know about finance right here. Hi everyone. My name is César Daguet and I'm a fund manager at Forum Finance Group in Geneva. This podcast forms part of our specific topic podcasts. Today's topic is on corporate earnings and their impact on companies' share prices and what that implies for investors in the current environment. Corporate earnings are the net profit that a company makes and are often referred to by investors or analysts as earning per share or EPS. Over the long term, share prices tend to evolve in line with corporate earnings. This is well illustrated with one of the largest companies in the world, Microsoft. Over the last 22 years, the technology giant's share price was up by 1,006%. Over the same period, Microsoft's earnings per share were up by 1,029%, almost identical to the change in its share price. This trend is not limited to instances where EPS increases. It is also true for long periods where EPS ends up at the same level as demonstrated by General Electric. The company's share price at the end of 2003 and at the end of the Q3 2016 was at a comparable level of about $180, while its EPS were also at a comparable level of $11 per share on those two dates. Finally, when corporate earnings decrease, it seems logical the effect on the share price will tend to be negative. This was the case for Anheuser-Busch, the world's largest brewers, whose EPS contracted by 41% between end of 2014 and end of 2021, while its share price lost 43%, again, a very similar amount over a significant period of time. So, while this relationship between a company's share price and EPS is not always perfect, it clearly represents a good rule of thumb to predict the direction of a company's share price over the long run. It is therefore important to have a clear view on a company's future earnings to ascertain where the share price might go. So what does all this mean in today's environment? These last few years, companies have been operating at historically high operating margins and have enjoyed the benefit of extremely low interest rates. Corporate earnings are highly impacted by the level of margins of a company. Higher margins mean better conversion of revenues into earnings. The current market environment is very challenging for corporations. First, higher input raw materials and higher labor costs have a negative impact on operating margins. Then, higher interest rates translate into higher interest expenses, which ultimately decreases net profit margins. On top of that, we are witnessing new structural headwinds such as deglobalization or decarbonization. These emerging trends will inevitably increase the cost of producing goods and services and ultimately have a negative impact on revenue conversion. Finally, on top of these margin pressures, the global economy is going through a normalization of demand for goods and services, which weigh on companies' sales. All of these challenges are impacting economic growth and could even push some economies into a recession. Looking at previous recessions, gives us an idea of how much the S&P 500 earnings can be revised downwards in challenging environments. For instance, in 1990, the S&P 500's EPS contracted by 35% after the Fed hiked interest rates by 3.75% over a 23-month period. 
The earning contraction was even more severe in 2008 as corporate earnings decreased by 38% after the Fed hiked interest rates by 4.25% in a 25-month period. Today, the speed at which the Fed is raising rates is even faster as it has hiked by 4.25% in just 10 months. This unprecedented tightening cycle will inevitably weigh on corporate's earnings. So far, the market consensus for 2023 EPS has been revised downwards by 9%, but still implies a 4.6% earnings expansion for 2023. If the economy does fall into a recession, it is very likely that corporate earnings expectations will need to be revised downwards a lot more. The S&P 500 index currently trades at 18 spot 3 times 2022 EPS and a 17 spot 5 times 2023 EPS, which is slightly above the 20-year average of 16 spot 8 times. In other words, the index currently trades at a slight premium to its 20-year average. Assuming an EPS contraction of 10% in 2023, the ratio would jump to 20 spot 4 times, which is 1.3 standard deviation above its 20-year average. Let's keep in mind that in a context of high interest rates, typically the equity risk premium decreases. In other words, when interest rates increase, equities become relatively less attractive than bonds or cash in the bank, all else being equal, of course. For this reason, it seems obvious that a valuation matrix of 20 spot 4 times is very unlikely to be reached if interest rates remain elevated. In this context, it is sensible to believe that the market will presumably have to correct further to reach a more reasonable valuation level. If the equity market were to re-rate to reach its 20-year average valuation of 16 spot 8 times and EPS 2023 contracts by 10%, it implies a level of 3,293 points for the S&P 500. This is 17% below the current levels. One should also keep in mind that during previous recessions, EPS corrections were typically larger than 10% and that during these periods, the index valuation not only re-rated to its long-term average, but typically reached one standard deviation below that average. Given the existing headwinds on corporate margins and likely downward revisions of earnings, which would translate into a further derating of the S&P 500, we feel more comfortable to remain rather cautious and maintain our underweight equity exposure in the USA. We focus on high-quality equities, trading at more attractive valuation while being less sensitive to the economic challenges described in this podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this brief explanation of the relationship between earnings and share prices and the challenges investors and companies face today.